Hey yo, you are tuning in to another episode of the Make Mondays Interesting Podcast. I'm your host, Denzel Gaga. This is a God-given talent production, and we are brought to you by my family's business, Pamelia Accountants, financial solutions for you and your family. Now, today is a special episode. Uh, last week on the show, I had a high school friend of mine, Olan, join me. And I asked her, you know, what were things that we wish we learnt in high school? And one of the things that she spoke to me about was she wished she learnt networking. And so on today's episode, I have a guest who is an expert in networking. Um, Her name is Christy. Christy, how are you going today? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. It's a lovely day here on the Gold Coast where the sun is shining. So we're very, we're very blessed. We're very blessed. Um, yeah, I kind of just want to say thank you so much for coming in and being part of the show today. Um, and yeah, I really want to ask you questions around the topic of networking, but we might go somewhere else with however the conversation leads. Sure. Um, but I'm excited to have you on. Yes. Are you excited to be on? I'm very, and uh, thank you. I feel honoured to be a guest on your podcast, Ansel. So hopefully yeah. we can give some good values, nuggets of gold for your guest last week and a lot of other high school or students or young people that are struggling with with networking yeah yeah no so good so my first question i want to ask you is what is the importance of networking the importance of networking um look networking uh, a phrase that i've always used to say is your um your network is your net worth um and i say that because every I studied a film degree when I finished uh, high school because I wanted to um, I wanted to make a positive influence on a global scale, mm. um, and the way that I could do that was through media. Um, if we look at some of our our biggest players in the market, um, even Hitler to an to a terrible extent, um, he really took over the media for mm. a for a negative a negative way and and sort of convince people um to have a certain viewpoint of somebody and my goal in life is always to to leave a positive legacy and i think through media through film through radio um and you can you can make that positive difference and the reason i mentioned my film degree is because film is a very um a very challenging industry to make a break, especially as a yep. female. Um, and it is very much um, a luck of the draw situation. Mm. It is who you know. Um, and it is whether you're willing to um, go overseas even because Australia is is very competitive marketplace. But I had to learn, learn very, very easily, uh, very, very quickly how to network. And and I probably, as I was driving here today, thinking about networking and um, perhaps why I have have become a bit of a connector as I've grown up, is that uh, I went to about five different primary schools and two different high schools. And wow. we moved around a lot as a kid because my parents were teachers. And as you know, um, young people trying to fit in is always very hard. So I had to, you know, every year make new friends mm. um and so i grew a resilience to rejection i suppose as well as ways to to fit in 
the best way that I could. And I guess I've taken some of those those learnings from childhood into my adult adult life, and um, yeah, gone from there. So I don't know if I've answered your question, but no, that's good. <laughs> there was a lot in there. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, on that, when you talked about learning from obviously going from different schools and making friends in your opinion the definition of networking i think we usually tie networking to business and yeah and making business associates yeah. for the sake of uh advancing ourselves within the business industry mm-hmm. but is that just the definition of networking or can networking be the definition of simply just making friends and making connections regardless of what that might be advance your business cause i actually think that you've made a really good um it's an excellent question from what i've been discussing i think unfortunately people sometimes get it a little bit wrong Mm. so um they go to a networking event and i think in life we're just naturally selfish people Mm. but something that i have learned that gets me further in life um is to think outward, not inward. So whenever um, I look at going to a networking event, um, I see it as an opportunity to, yeah, make a, make a new friend or make a new associate association. Um, and through those friends, um, they may know a friend who could benefit from your service. So sometimes I have noticed when when people go to a networking event and they meet someone and you kind of do your initial pitch um eyes sometimes glaze over because they kind of go oh well that's not who I was looking for so I'm going to move on to the next person fairly swiftly and disregard that person at the end of the day they are people it doesn't matter if you're famous or if you're the the key host or whatever you are People are people and so always go in with the intent of getting to know that person, not even worrying about what their professional background mm. is because by knowing that person, they may know other people who could always benefit from from what you've got to offer. Mm. Yeah. No, that's good. Because um, I think I've been to a few networking events myself and the people that I've connected most to aren't the professional people that i was probably intending to connect with but it's just i've just made a good friend that's at these right. events that's right and we can all do with more friends like mm. honestly uh, uh, social we're supposed to be a more connected world um as we were just having a bit of a chit chat before we started here but mm. through social media I, I feel even sometimes less connected um i jump on some of the platforms and i i get overwhelmed with um I guess there's sometimes a little bit of jealousy in there, to be honest with you, because everyone looks like they're having this, you know, amazing life. But it is only that small section. The highlight reel. The highlight reel. Yeah. Um, And as soon as they've turned the camera off, like, you know, maybe they're they're crying or something like that. But um, I, I... I just love sitting down with somebody, sharing a meal with them Mm. and... um, and and going with it, I was I actually saw a. Um, I usually start the day. I I've got a Bible app. I mean, you know, we we go to the same church, and mm. um, I've really only sort of been really delving into, I guess, um, my spiritual or, or Christian Christian journey in the last two years in particular. But funnily enough, yesterday um, the message was all about connection, and then I listened to a um, a pastor speak about. He was an American pastor and he went over to visit France and he was he um 
he, his comment was, it's like Thanksgiving every day in France because what they do is they sit and they enjoy a meal together. They put mm. all their phones and their devices away and they sit for hours on end just enjoying and relishing in the conversation and yeah, the food cool. with people. Um, and I think in Australia, in America, we're, we're all too busy and we we don't enjoy in, in the friendship and the real deep mm. connections with people yeah. anymore. There's a real disconnect. So, um, yeah, that's that's something lacking um, in today. Then I think we can take on a little mm. bit more of that French culture yeah. of really connecting with people. I find yeah. that interesting that you brought that up because like, I'm kind of in that same situation of feeling... Um, I think about my time in the Philippines. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that family culture and always being together and sitting down with a meal. Um, I think, yeah, it's very much a Western, or more so that Australia and the America, that more Western English speaking, because yeah. France is still considered Western, but the Western English speaking culture is like, is very a disconnected culture where we're not getting together and eating meals together and just being friends and being a community. So that's, that's exactly right. I mean, your mum hosted a beautiful Thanksgiving dinner um, at the end of last year. Shout I out mean, to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which, which was just beautiful because I met some new people there and I just, it was just so fun to enjoy good food and, and, and genuine connection mm. with people without an agenda. Yeah. Which, and that's another thing I probably would like to say to people is that when you do go to a coned networking event, um, perhaps don't go with an agenda and don't put too much pressure on yourself that you, um, you had to connect with that person. Mm. Um, another good example of why network is really, really crucial is that um, in my adult life, most of my jobs have come through people I've known. Mm. Um, and I've met these people usually through a networking event or through through the networks that I've developed over time. So um, from my childhood, when I used to have to go to school to school, I learnt very quickly that you need to join an association or somewhere where there's like-minded people. Mm. So, for example, um, when I was in Brisbane and um, I was... Uh, the president of the Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce for some time. When I first arrived in Brisbane, I went to major bodies that were professional bodies that would have similar-minded, um, you know, driven, ambitious people. Yep. And I wanted to connect with them so that I could make friends but also develop my business network. And mm. then as soon as I moved to the Gold Coast, I, I felt really sad because I'd built this fantastic network in Brisbane um, and then I had to start all over again at the Gold Coast. Mm. And so what I did is, again, I joined the Gold Coast Chamber of Commerce. I volunteered to be on the board there because mm. by by contributing vo from a volunteer perspective, you then meet a lot of people then and then it flows from there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all. I've sort of lost the train of thought now, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I think where you're kind of going is, is this the whole sense of, how far networking has taken you yeah. in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because I was kind of thinking about the conversation from the last episode. Yeah. Um, I kind of brought up the point that one thing I remember, um, he wasn't really a teacher, but like, but he wasn't the principal. He was like one of those up there leaders within the school or something. He kind of made that comment about, you know, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. you know. 
And what I, the irony about it, it's like they're not teaching us in terms of <laughs> how important that is. That's just, to him, that's just a throwaway comment because he just said it without, okay, so what does that look like practically? If, um, because, yeah, like you said, it's, it's got a new fire where it's got a new jobs. Would you say all your jobs have come from networking? To a certain extent, I'll give you another example of a real life, like very recent mm. um, situation is I did go to a networking event. It was their first networking event here on the Gold Coast. I went there with the intent of meeting this other person who actually knew of these other people, um, which was a company I was really aspiring to work with. Mm. Um, and when I went to this event, um, and then we went to the moment of sitting down, I immediately went to sit next to this particular person. And I don't know why, but she actually got up and left as soon as I sat next to her. <laughs> I know, well, right? Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a bit rude. But anyway, um, and then, but it was perhaps a blessing in disguise mm. because the next person who came over to speak with me was so friendly and it turns out that he had a radio background similar to myself. And so we got talking and then um, through the conversation, he was like, I work for the best boss in the world. I've never worked for anyone better. And he puts me through all these education. Um, and from his mentorship, he then bought a house and like his life has completely changed. And I was like, wow. man, this dude sounds pretty cool. And I should like investigate this place. But the next day um, on Seek was a job for this company with this wow, guy, okay. which was like, you know, a, a real blessing. And then I read the description of the job and initially I went, oh, there's, there's too much there. I don't know whether I'm capable. Um, but I gave this guy a call and I said, hey, I saw this job, like, and we talked it through and then it seemed like I was a perfect person for the job because they were looking for somebody with a film background, with a radio background, with event management experience, with marketing and social media experience. Mm. And I actually went, oh my goodness, perhaps my whole career to date has led me into this particular job yeah. because it's actually utilising all of my skills. Mm. Um, so that's a great example of how one networking event and probably my drive as well because then I, I created a custom um, CB and an animated video for Ooh. these people. Um, so it was sort of the both things. Um, but I digress because I wanted to go back to your question before which was about um, your previous guest and being a student and not mm. being taught how to network at school. Um, I used to be a teacher as well, so I'm very familiar with, I think, some of the lacking in the school curriculum to prepare people for adult life, like just general... Life skills. Life skills. <laughs> there needs to be a whole course in, in kind of life skills. Mind you, kudos to teachers these days in the whole schooling system because it just continues to expand. But um, I always enforce that in my students and I remember um, I was relief teaching there for some time and I was teaching a film a film um, group and I, I only got a few days with this media group which I was disappointed with because I would have loved mm. to have taught them a little bit more. Yeah. But I always ask them, so what's your intent? Are you wanting to go on and study film? And I remember one young fellow and he goes, yes, I do want to, I'm going to go and study film. And I said, fantastic. Um, what do you think the best way to get a job in film is? And he goes, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go and study this TAFE thing and then I'll try and get a job after that. And I said, 
Hmm. What is the most important thing in film? Denzel, do you know what's the most important thing? Like what would be probably an even better starting point for like to get into film? question or like literature question? Yeah. Because I would say I think the best way to get into film and photography anything is just doing it. Mm. You don't need that degree to start doing it. You just got to start doing it. Uh, collaboration. Yep. Of collaborating with people that are in your area that are doing film. Yeah. It's like, yep. oh, you know, because that's, that's all good. Because <laughs> um, for me, because, yeah, I'm in that film and whatever you call it, industry. Yeah. Um, where I've been doing videos and I think the people that have inspired me the most or that have grown my skills the most are the people that I've met on the journey. Mm. Um, you know, the editing software I have costs about, I think, 600 bucks. I met this guy who bought it himself and then was like, you know what, I'm just going to give it to people for free because I've got the file and wow. it's not it's not piracy. So hopefully I don't get caught when I say this <laughs> on the camera. But it was like, because I collaborated with this guy who was like a much better videographer than I was. But it's just like, yeah. And that's, well, that's my answer to your question. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that it's not about just studying. It's about doing it and just going out of your comfort zone. Studying can advance oh, your skills 100%. You need to have the foundations there. But I, I said to him, go out and volunteer. Mm. Get into an industry, get into a network. And it's people that you know that will escalate you. And funnily enough, I saw him a couple of months ago and this would be a year later. And I said, oh, so did you go off? And he goes, yeah. Oh, so he did graduate? Yes, yep. he did graduate. And then he went in to study film. And I said, do you remember what I said to you about what is the most important thing that you needed to do? And he goes, oh, work hard? No. Study? No. <laughs> All this stuff. And I'm like, dude, did I not teach you? Did I not, did I not give you anything? And I said, your network is your net worth. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah. I said, well, start networking, mate. Just start getting your name out there. Was he studying? He was studying yeah. film. Yeah, he was studying film where you went, well, I'm, I'm, I can't remember where it was. But, mm. um, and while that's important, as soon as from day one, you start building that network in the film, in the film world and in any sort of world. Yeah. Mm. No, it's important because, like, you can say you've got all the skills in the world. But if they don't know you, they can't really, in a way, trust if you actually have those skills. Mm. Anyone can write anything on a CV. That's right. Anyone That's right. can say anything. Yeah. Um, so if, you don't, if you're not known, there's no trust. Yeah. It's like trust is built not on just talent. It's built on connection. Yeah. And that relationship. That's exactly right. So um, probably just going back to networking as well. Um, so I used to run um, networking events and Michelle, uh, your mum, mm. came to a few of them. And um, the reason I started my particular um, LinkedIn local events, mm. which then transitioned into something called the Business Connect event, is that I had been, I've been to a lot of networking events over time. And um, I noticed something that was missing within all the networking events mm. that I went to. Um, because I'm a bit of an introverted extrovert and what I noticed is all the extroverts is having the time of their lives going to these networking events and meeting people and they can easily transition into a group of people that are talking. But for some of us that are a little bit um, uncomfortable mm. or a little bit more um, 
you know, uh, Shire, they didn't have they didn't have somebody guiding them mm. into a conversation with somebody. So I I rearranged the whole structure of my networking events to for the first part of it to be more about getting to know the person and not even you weren't allowed to mention what you do for work because um, if people got to know the person themselves then they might actually realize that they're more connected than they thought that's a good that's a good way of doing it you yeah. can't say your job no and i also because i used to run speed dating events so yeah. this is probably where it all really came in but i'd give everybody a conversation starter question mm. so that you didn't have to come up with it yourself because just humans being lazy as we are or we go to our comfort so every time you meet someone so what do you do and that already closes into a business Mm. question whereas if you ask them something about oh where's the favorite holiday you've ever had or you know what's your favorite food then you start connecting so the first part of my events are usually about that real deep human connection Mm, type thing and then the next sort of far part of that phase does transition into the business because I know that everyone's there, we're time poor, mm. you know, um, and they want an outcome. So the next part, um, I used to invest a lot of time into it, but I would, um, I would try and mix up the group. So the first part you're sitting with a certain amount of people and the second section then you sort of rotate so that you're speaking to another group of people and this is more focused on pitching your business so everybody um had to come with their pitch in mind and that's Mm. something else that i think a lot of people don't do enough of really get their pitch defined so that Mm. when they're networking people know who they who they are what they do and who they do it for so that you can Mm. then introduce somebody so that's then pitching and then the third part of my my um, my events is usually where um, you move again and you meet a new group of people. But I um, I group like-minded businesses, so all the accountants mm. will be in one group, and then all the lawyers will be in another group, and they actually talk about common um, industry problems that's affecting them and how they can progress or solve some of those problems. So um, because people don't look at venture partnerships. They look at others as competition mm. when it should never be competition because every business has a different specialization. Mm. And just because you're a web designer, for example, um, you might be um, you might cater to this group of people, whereas somebody else might cater to this group mm. of people. And what would the world be like if we actually helped it helped them made out and and referred that business because you that's not your jam, mm. but it's somebody else's jam. And if you direct that person to that and they do it back, then what a lovely world, you know? Yeah. So it's not just about you getting business. It's about perhaps venture partnerships and how you can help out others in your industry to connect to them with the right people. So it's a formula that seems to have worked and a lot of people have given me good feedback that they've actually built um, – you know, got some really good leads out to of me that. To it sounds yeah. really good. Like, yeah. Um, that's interesting, that first bit, the whole, you know, you can't talk about what you do. And it's just because I think even with networking, because we go in the attention of I'm going to meet some business contacts and we're going to, um, you know, do a 
group project together that will help advance something bigger something that's some sense sometimes it might just be finding new clients um but it's like you might get that client or you might get that collaborative person you want to do with um but then when you might start working with them you might find out i actually don't like this person <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of need to know do i like this person yeah before i need before i know you know that what they do what they can offer me we do business with people we know like and trust yeah that's another phrase catchphrase that you would have probably heard a lot mm. but um it's it's really true like i i wouldn't mind paying a little bit more or whatever but i trust that person that they're going to do a good job they're mm. a good person they're a good bloke good sheila whatever yeah. <laughs> like very australian <laughs> there but you know um yeah so yeah. no that's good so now that you said that's kind of like what you can't you run now not every event's like that correct not every network event that that you're not hosting you've gone to is like that oh i've never seen anything like my events mm. to be honest and yeah um yeah so i was going to ask then is if you're in that environment of uh, uh, you know a bit you could say run a bit poorly where it's not as structured with the whole you can't yeah. tell anyone what you do so if you're in that environment what are the tips and tricks to network in that in that environment yeah that's not because that's the yeah. common environment that is the common that we'll be networking in very very good question so um My advice is like reach out to the person who has organised the event prior to the event to see what sorts of people might be there. Mm. Um, introduce yourself. Really get to know the, the, that event leader because, and also probably suggest to them who you would like to meet or what you would like to gain from the event because um, – a lot needs to go on the shoulders of the event host, I think, mm. as well. And they need to start being a little bit proactive as to how they introduce the people that are, that are attending. So, first of all, reach out, find out what the event's all about and the purpose of it. Second of all, I would really be clear on your pitch mm. and be able to um, alter that pitch depending on who you're speaking with. Okay, so um, find out all about them. Um so the pitch, reaching out to the person, finding out the industries and quality over quantity. So a lot of people go in and they Good just point. try and like scattergun. Oh, yep, nah, you're not going to be a prospect next, next, next. And that's just rude for a start. But also um, you don't really dive deeply into to someone who they are and, and, and you know, what, what you could maybe do. Yep. So and... Um, the other big thing, I, I suppose, for a shy person is if everybody's already in their group kind of thing, that's that's the hard thing of trying to... Trying the to clickiness the, of Well, things. everyone's comfortable, yeah. you know, um, and I understand that. And so I guess you, you probably need to just shake off any of your fears and just be a, a brave person and... No one will really reject you. And mm. if they do, well, that's more reflective of them than you. So um, if you are standing on your own or even if you notice someone else standing on their own, try and involve them in the conversation. Yeah, so good. maybe if everyone became more aware of everyone else and even if you're in a conversation and you're pretty comfortable, use your peripherals and if you can see anyone else, try and find a way to to bring them in. So... 
Um, yeah. No, I don't good. know if that answers your questions, but there's, I mean, there's probably three to four things there if I was to summarise. So it's connecting with that event host, um, making sure that your pitch is right, quality over quantity. So um, pick a few people and, mm. and just really engage with them. The other big thing is, of course, um, connect with them on LinkedIn or definitely get a business card so that you yep. can follow up with those people. Um, and, and keep going to some events mm. because... The more that you get to see people, the more trust that you will build. Um, but also be selective with what events that you go to mm. as well. Do you yeah. often see the same people at different events? Yeah. yeah. I, it is a common thing, um, which is a good thing and sometimes a challenging thing because you're like, oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think you, you kind of try and pick your battles yeah. a little bit. and. Yeah. and because we just don't have the time anymore and um, we also like to spend it with our family and friends as yeah. well. So, um, does that answer your question? No, that's good. Yeah. Um, I think it's important what you said that spending time with family because mm. I think we can get caught up in the whole... Uh, even you said it earlier, we have a very can become selfish. Mm. So, we're in this business mindset of, okay, i got to get to all these events and these events and these events to network, to network, to find prospective clients and da-da-da where we just <laughs> ends up becoming too too much and we're mm. overdoing it. We're, yeah. not, we're neglecting the responsibilities of just general life. Yeah. Like being with family um, or even just doing everything else, the chores that need to be done yeah. in the house. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. No, that's good in terms of that. Um, I think I'm going to ask about the business pitch. What is your tips for the business pitch? And like how how long are we pitching for, you know? So elevator pitch, have you heard of the elevator pitch? Heard of the elevator pitch. Do you know the origins of it? Not the origins of it. Is but you'll, you'll enjoy I'm this. I'm assuming the origins, because I know a little bit about it. It's, isn't it all the tech startups and you got, you know, or maybe I'm just confusing it with other people to explain the elevator pitch, where obviously you're up in an elevator and you see the boss and then you got to pitch to them this new concept I'm working on because you only got a few seconds with the boss. Well, you've only got those couple of levels. Yeah. It, uh, uh, that's exactly right. That must be the modern one. But originally it came from like in America where you had a film idea, a film script, and Ooh, you okay. happened to get, you knew that that producer, the only time that you could actually get their time was to launch on them in the lift because you had their undivided attention. They couldn't not listen to you. So you had... 30 seconds or whatever it was to actually pitch your film idea or script mm. and if it wasn't you know hot you'd lost them by the time that they'd gotten out of the elevator exactly the same as a startup yeah but um a pitch shouldn't be any more than 30 seconds but as i sort of said before and i'm no pitch expert um i know definitely some people like swishing um on the gold coast are very good with this sort of stuff but um, it's about being very clear about who you who you are, why you do what you do, and who you're looking who who your target market yep. is. Because if I'm say if you meet me at a networking event and you're very clear about your niche and who you're doing it for, I can then think, oh, I could introduce you to that person. Mm. However, if I'm not clear about what you actually do, then how am I possibly going to help you to introduce you to? a client that might benefit from your mm. 
from your service. So a lot of people are very generalist in their pitch as well. So you've got to really niche down and to really identify what your client avatar is and be able to tell others that this is who you're looking for and this is who you help. Mm. Yeah. Cool. What's your pitch? Oh, gosh, don't ask me that. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, an interesting question. Yeah, it is, but I haven't practiced it. So you've got me... Um, yeah. Caught you off guard. Yeah, you've caught me off guard. Fair so enough. I might... Uh, yeah, I might just... Well, at <laughs> least at least now that I'm talking to you, at least I can okay, now I've got to think about my pitches and I gotta work on my pitch and practice my pitch and um yeah. Yeah. I've gotta have one in mind. Because that's a good point, I think. I think often when everyone asks me what I'm doing, I have stuff in mind, but my mind how my mind works, it's so many ideas. I know, all me too. All over the place. Me too. It's like, okay, how do I compile all those ideas? into something simple for you and so it's never a consistent answer to when people ask me which i need to work on that's right which yep th- this conversation has inspired me to do oh, so good good <laughs> talking to you um and yeah it's it's but i think it's important to have that pitch in mind okay this is what we gonna do 30 seconds have a script write it down if we need to um another interesting point i've heard this being talked about a lot about the elevator pitch is that um, I think I was listening to another podcast or someone talking about it where they were talking about um, how there was someone that gets pitched to in yes. an elevator and they said one thing that annoys me is that every time they come into an elevator they waste 30 seconds they waste you know X amount of time of that 30 seconds on can I tell you my pitch can I tell you my pitch can I tell you my pitch can I tell just you my pitch just do it yeah just, just get into it you just yeah. have to get in the elevator hi I'm Denzel this is what I do. Dot 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 dot. Um, this is my script or something. Not. Can I get your permission to talk about it? Because that's mm. ten seconds wasted of the thirty seconds. That's and exactly right. So just just launch into it. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So, have you ever had to do an elevator pitch? Have you ever been in an elevator where you're like making a pitch or no? No, but I do it at networking events yeah. all the time. Um, and in my last um. Yeah, application. I I'd, I'd written it and I had the voiceover. So, you know, naughty me. I didn't learn my pitch and I should have learnt my pitch. So mm. that's that's a big thing that I would say to everyone. But I haven't networked for a while because I've been mainly focused on the marketing side of things. And the salespeople usually get the pleasure of going out to those yep. networking events. So, um, yeah. Plus, we're in an online world. Yeah, <laughs> we are in an online world. Yeah. Yep. Um. Which kind of transitions to my next question is then um, because we are now mostly online and I feel like, yeah, we're kind of returning to some in-person events. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, as we just saw you know, not too long ago, anything can just easily be shut down like that. An event can be cancelled. Mm. And so we are still very much online and I don't see it anytime soon of just completely gone away from that online the world we're in right now is the world right we're in right now yeah it's not changing back to what it was yeah as as hopeful as we all want to be about that um that's a different conversation <laughs> but i want to ask is how do we network in an online world because we are now an online world and mm-hmm. there is no going back to what we yep. used to be yep uh exactly the same principles mm. um 
so for two years there, I had um, my own uh, business connection kernel and that was basically about uh, building your profile using LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my preferred social media of choice mm. because it's all about education. It's, yep. um, you know, it's with um, professional people and you're always learning something new and you're getting really nug- big nuggets of gold. But um, what I actually noticed was people weren't leveraging LinkedIn enough to do exactly what I was talking about that you do in person, mm. which is all about connecting. So many people on LinkedIn say you've connected with them and then the next message is some sort of pitch. And I'm like, that is you've actually really turned me off there. So I'm going to, I, I even look <laughs> I even look at, you know, I'm disconnecting from them then because I'm like, well, this is how it's going to be. You haven't even followed me. You didn't do a personalised message, that sort of thing. So um, with online networking, especially, with, I'll use LinkedIn as an example. Always when you reach out to connect with somebody, have a personalised message there. And um, again, it's quality, not quantity. Mm. So... Really think about who you want in your professional network there on LinkedIn or or any of your social media or whatever you're doing and reach out to those people. Take the time to actually engage in conversations Mm. and uh, even with webinars or Zoom groups or any of those online conferences, it's it's all exactly the same. Um, It's just slightly different because you don't have physical things so yeah 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 don't know does that answer your question no that's good so Um, it's applying the same principles that you do in real life to online and investing time in people yeah no it's good because i think yeah i think it is very stock standard or very yeah stock standard where we look at things like linkedin for Mm. example as a business networking site, which it is, and it's good for it. I use LinkedIn and I do enjoy using it. Um, but yeah, like those messages annoy the heck out of me. Mm. It's just this, hi Denzel, that's the only personalization about it. Is yeah. My name. And he's just like this very long message that I just don't even read anymore. Exactly. Um, and it's like, it's good that you say that we have to apply the same principles that we do in a physical world to an mm. online world, that we're making connections of um yeah of like just getting to know the person simply and then follow then follow, follow what they're talking about engage in what they're posting mm. um, another big thing on linkedin and i'm even guilty of this but don't always put your own content out there you need to engage with other people and comment on their things mm. and share share in in what they're saying because there's so much con- there's too much content anyway mm. like Invest maybe, you know, 60 or 70% of your time in engaging in other people or people that you would like to do business with or even just connect with as mm. a friend and then 30% of your own generation and they'll give back. So it's all, you know, if you start following and commenting on them, then they give back to you. So mm. that's that's a really good process to follow. No, that's good. LinkedIn is a very fascinating mm. site. Um a lot of people don't know how to use it well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't get Insta, but, you know, <laughs> I don't might worry. be a bit old. I don't know. But, um, yeah, ah, I don't right. get some of those other platforms as well. So, But I anyway, that's a whole new conversation. I think every platform <laughs> is quite hard to network on regardless. Or just every platform is hard to break, mm. um, break into. Yeah. I don't think there's a 
that's funny when people talk about, oh, there is a formula, which th- there is formulas for all these different, you know, algorithms yeah. and stuff. But as soon as you figure it out, they change it again and make it a completely new algorithm and new formula. It's like, if it's going to keep doing this, I'm never going to learn. <laughs> um, so if we go back to the topic of this particular podcast, mm. I don't call it networking, I call it connecting. Mm. And if you change the actual word networking to connecting, that has a whole different connotation exactly. as far as I think. So if I'm going to go out to connect with somebody, I'm trying to reach out to the basic human needs mm. of connection, which is after food, shelter and, you know, water. Um, mm. So, yeah, just I guess have that in mind and, and whenever you step into a net networking or connecting event, connect with somebody. Yeah. Like really reach out and maybe two or three people that you just genuinely connect with mm. um, and don't have a hidden agenda. Yeah. Get your pitch right and you never know what might happen. That's so good, connection. I think, um, you know, that talk about that social media topic, it's like when social media first came onto the scene, the basic concept was to connect people from different parts of the world. And now it's completely changed to just sharing content. And, um, but, and it's kind of lost its, its purpose. And then now so far we've changed ourselves. Humans have changed where, yes, it's important. We all know that we need to connect because that's part of our human desire. Mm. But we've evolved to um, thinking that it's more less about that and more about advancing our own ideas and the selfishness, which in a way leads to a, a, a feeling of lacking of I'm not getting connections with people and I'm focusing too much on not connection or ca- creating content or something. And the problem is um, money, Denzel. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think, you know, Facebook and the, those social media started exactly spot on as a connection thing. Like, mm. wasn't it like he was at uni or something and he was looking at ways for friends to connect mm. and that sort of thing and then it evolved from there. So the original concept was fantastic, mm. brilliant a modern way of actually deeply connecting with people and then you needed to monetize that and then that came with sponsorships and ads and then constantly continuous evolve and and now you can't look at anything online without getting some sort of ad yeah yeah. or having conversation in the office about fish and pets and then all of a sudden getting yeah yeah (laughs) um that for anyone wondering that was a conversation we're having before this before we started so um yeah yeah yeah, it's so true because but then that's like when we go to networking events, we've just become the same thing. It's just, just about the money. It's about what c- clients are we getting. Um, it's no longer about human connection anymore. This world has changed. So I think we're responsible. If every individual maybe went back to the real basic needs and mm. if we can try and forget about money a little yeah. bit, like change your priorities yeah, and do good for people because mm. you, don't, you don't die with, money exactly that's good um yeah i'm glad that we're talking about this because it actually happens to be my next episode oh wow next week. there you go um just so happens to be the conversation in mind um a bit more in detail but yeah so who so knows we're very we're kind of linking this season of every episode is leading to the next one wow, conveniently it's organic it's organic it's organic um we won't talk for much longer um, but 
I just want to ask in terms of like, I'm trying to think what's, what is this, what is this world like um, in regards to, okay, let's talk about this connection. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the importance of the human desire of connecting and um, even in a workplace environment, I'd like to talk about this connection. What's the, how important is it in connecting with fellow employees, not just in the work environment, but outside of work environment? Incredibly important. Mm. Like if you are in a work environment that is a bit toxic, mm. and I have been in some of those environments, it makes every day a struggle. Mm. Um, I think it's important to invest times in, in getting to know people like I'm a very task orientated per- person, which can sometimes be to my detriment because um, I'll come into work and I'll just go straight to my office and I'll get into all the tasks that I have to do. But then at the end of the day, sometimes I'm going, oh, everyone's having a good conversation around, you know, um, downstairs mm. and having a bit of a laugh and that sort of thing. And you, you, you become a little bit isolated. So I think it's important to schedule into every day some sort of investment in mm. another team member um, and to socialise outside of it. And But also I think it comes from the top sometimes. So mm. the culture that is embedded from, from leaders is also really important. So, yeah. yeah, it's always about investing time in really truly connecting with people. Mm. That's all networking is. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be limited to an event outside of work. It can be within our work as well. It can be, it can be at work. It can be at church. It can be at events. It can be even your family and your friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because um, even with the family and the friends or with um, the work environment or a church environment, not just an organized networking event, it's like you might meet someone with a common interest and you might one day together work on something together. That's right. Like work doesn't have to be boring either. Yeah. Like it's eighty percent of your life, so make sure that it's fun and it's with people you like mm. and trust, and you can have a good time with. Yeah, exactly. Change the world. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's good. Um, but hey, I want to say a massive thank you for coming on the show thank you i really enjoyed this conversation hearing your thoughts on things about connection about networking um your net what is it your network is your net your network is your net net worth worth. love that and if you break that down i'll leave that as a nugget and the other thing i just forgot to mention is going back to your high school um friend Friend. last week (laughs) um I would advise any high schoolers to jump on LinkedIn, set themselves up with a profile mm. and and start engaging with companies that you would want to work for. Mm. And, you know, if you have to go and study at university, do it. Or can you get an internship at one of those companies and start looking at what that brand stands for? Mm. So you can be proactive, young person. Um you don't have to wait for a teacher to teach you how to do this. I'd be jumping on LinkedIn or any of those professional networking um, environments. Start to follow some industries or some CEOs or somebody that you would like to work with and and your face starts popping up Mm. and lo and behold, a year later, you could have a job in your ideal environment. So Mm. start taking responsibility for yourselves and and stop waiting for people to hand out 
hand out things for you as well. Don't put so much pressure on the schooling system. They've yeah. got not enough to do. Yeah. So a bit of initiative from young people as yeah. well would be really good. Proactiveness, <laughs> initiative, all very good points to yeah. add to. Well, basically, that's what connection is. It's connection. It's if you want to make a friend, you got to go out of your way to talk to that person or do something for that person and then the uh, friend makes. Actually, another thing that I heard, and you can just grab this if you want, but... Um, Go out to be a friend, not find a friend. And Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't, if you go out to try and be a friend, you'll come back with 10. If you yeah. go out to find a friend, you'll probably come back with none. Yeah. Yeah. Is that even in the sense of, I know I said we're going to wrap up soon, but now you've just opened up another can of worms that I want to ask about with the networking side of things. How does that apply? It's the same principle as what I said earlier yeah. because I said quantity over quality. Yeah. So go out and and don't have an agenda and just because they come from this environment which may not seem like a business prospect, um, you, you don't know their story. So, yeah. If maybe that's my other thing with networking, go out to be a friend, mm. not find a prospect. Yeah. Don't call them a prospect. It's Ooh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I think you another say it's like, you know, in those events, those networking events, um, go at be and be some, someone of value to someone else. Yeah. Not looking for people to bring value to you. That's what you should do in life. Mm. If you think outward, not inward, which I'm trying to do, even though I'm human, very yeah. human. Hey, we're all guilty yeah. of thinking inward yeah. first. Yeah. Because it's survival of the fittest. But yeah, I think we need to do more of that more of that of a society. And if everybody thought of others instead of ourselves, then you get the same impact mm. or you get a much more positive impact. Hmm. What, we'll the world, what the world would be like if it was <laughs> everyone was for each other. Yeah. It'd be a very interesting world. I like what the Beatles sort of tried to gem. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So good. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you so much for um, yeah, being on the show once again. I appreciate the conversation we had. Um, and hey, if you are listening slash watching on any of the platforms that we are on, um, again, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed what was said today. I hope that you take out all the pieces of gold because there was a lot of it in this conversation and apply it to your own life. Um, so I must, so I can ask if you enjoyed it, please engage with us. That means like the video, share this episode, uh, comment on the YouTube platform. And because the more people in get, who engage with us, the more people we can reach and the more people we can reach means the more people we can make their Mondays more interesting because this is the Make Mondays Interesting Show. As always, I'm your host, Denzel Gaga. This has been a God-Given Talent production and huge thank you to Christy for joining me today. My pleasure. All the best. All the best. Cheers. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye.